Podcast. I am your host, Erin Pym, and I'm the producer of the theatrical variety show, The Bed Post Sex Show. Here at the podcast, I invite guests and performers from the stage show and beyond to indulge me in a more in-depth conversation about sex and sexuality. This week, we have a very special guest, improviser Beth Dunn. Hello. <laughs> yes. <it's me>. Yes. <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> so we don't know each other very well. No, we don't. You know what? I love, I actually love the interviews where I don't. Yeah. Because I'm genuinely like asking questions about the a- person. About me. Yeah. Tell about me. You, yes. About you. Yes. <laughs> Let's get right into it, Beth. Yeah, please. You've, oh, you've listened to a few. Right? I've listened to a couple. Yeah. You know and, and I've done the show. So, oh God, I love the show. You're I was great. just so intrigued. Yeah. I, well, like, I don't know. I've never seen anything quite like it before. And so when I came in and I did the improv set mm-hmm. and just seeing the show and thinking, wow, look at all of these women and men who are just so open mm-hmm. about their sexuality. And, and yes, I, I loved it. I loved it. I wanted more and more and more. Thanks, Ben. Yeah. And you were so great in the show. Thanks. And thanks so much for doing it. Yeah. And now we've got you on the podcast. Yeah. Yes. Um, so, sex, Beth. What do you think about it? Ah, sex. I love it. You must must be kind of an open gal if you you did the show. Yeah. Yeah? A fair bit. I mean, I'm private, but also, like, whenever anyone asks me anything, I'm open to the conversation. That's amazing. So when you asked me to do the podcast, I was like, yes. Yeah. I want to do that. Yeah. And you did say yes right away, which rarely happens. Oh, really? I'm going to tell you. It's a... Yeah, it, it's a long, a long con sometimes <laughs> to get people to do the podcast. Okay, um, a lot of people. Yeah, I don't know. For me, I feel like if I was asked to do it in a second, I would be like, yes. But yeah. for a lot of people, it can be a little intimidating to talk about sex for forty minutes. Yeah, you know, I get that. But you're not like that. No. No? Did you grow up in, like, a sex-positive... Yeah, here's the thing, is that, like, I grew up with two parents who are very open, specifically my mother, Yeah. um, which is so nice. So, like, growing up, I always... I had the talk very early, yep. and then I was on birth control really early as well, too, because I was thinking about having sex, and my mom was like, do you want to go on birth control? And I was like, yeah, I think so. Yeah. And so just a conversation with her was always open and free, and even to this day, I don't know, we talk about it. I think we FaceTimed last weekend, and she was like, so how are things with you and Andrew? Is everything good? You guys communicating well? Wow. Yeah, yeah, it's good, Mom. It's good, Mom. Yeah. Wow, so I've, I've always mom. had a really positive relationship with her, and I think that does come back around into like how I feel about myself yeah. and how open I am. 
Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That would have a huge effect on you, especially just starting super early like that. Yeah. So do you remember what was the first thing she kind of said to you? What was the first yeah. talk about? Okay. So I lived very close to my elementary Set the school. Stage. Here Set we go. The stage. We're in my paint the picture. We're in the bathroom. Okay, in my home, my family home, the ensuite bathroom off of her off of her room. Mm-hmm. She sits me down on the toilet and she says, on the toilet. Yep, yep, yep. Seat down, seats down. <laughs> yeah, I'm comfortable. Yeah. Of course. I'm comfortable. <laughs> And she sits down in front of me and says, I've noticed you and Randy are walking to school alone together. How old were you? I think I was in like grade two. What, how old are you? Wow. Like seven? That's great. Six or seven? Yeah. Anyways. And so she just says, You're walking to school together. Anything going on there? And of course, I'm six or seven. I'm like, uh, what? I don't even know what you mean. What do you mean? <laughs> She's like, well... Sometimes if you like walk to school with a boy, maybe you'll kiss or whatever. I'm like, no, <laughs> no gross. And I think that's when the first little bit of a conversation happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from then on, it was just always every once in a while, just checking in, checking in. Yeah, that's so good. Yeah, because some parents even I find have one talk and then that's it. That's it, and then never again speak and I, of it. I'm so lucky that, and and because it happened so young, and it was like an innocent chat of just like sometimes boys and girls they kiss, and that's okay, and that's okay. Yeah, but I'd like to know about it. Yeah, and so starting young and just being like, oh, okay, I talk about this with my mom. Yeah, yeah, that's the setup. It's so great. Yeah, she set that up. Yeah. Okay, these are the things I can talk about with my mom. Yeah. Right from the get-go. Absolutely. Wow. Do you know how she got like that? I And here's the thing, I don't know. I really don't, and I, I don't honestly believe that her and her mother had that relationship, because my Nana is a very conservative lady, and sure, it's kind it's of... Generations. Absolutely. Uh, like, just, we don't talk about it. Is, is the vibe that I get from their relationship. Yes. Um, so maybe that's why, though. She maybe wanted to... Maybe it is why. And and I think it comes from... Uh, my parents are, are divorced and separated. I don't think communication was great for them. And maybe for her, she was like, my kids are my life. Communication is going to be the utmost I'm going to do it right yeah. with the kids. Yeah, absolutely. That's amazing. So when was the putting you on birth control that... When did that conversation yeah. happen? It happened in grade nine grade nine or ten uh-huh. and I was like going into high school mm-hmm. and I think I was having more serious boyfriends and I remember going to her and saying I think I want to have sex I think that's wow I think I want that is to so awesome yeah like when how often does that happen yeah I well I mean that for me it so seems awesome. normal but I can I definitely understand why it would be awkward to talk to your parents about those things like, normalcy is relative, yeah. but I feel like that's really rare. Yeah. That's so awesome. Yeah. Sorry, going back even more, do you remember other talks? Like, what are the roadmap of these conversations with your mom? Yeah, I'm trying to think. It, so, kissing was the first kissing one. Kissing was the first one. And then I remember learning about sex ed in, like, grade six. And yep. sitting down with her then and being like, my teacher said all of this stuff and it doesn't make any sense. I even remember, like, in, like, sex ed class, they would, yep. like, separate boys and girls. Yeah, usually. And I remember being like, why'd they separate us? I'm learning about a boy. Yeah. I'm learning, like, a little bit about me, but mostly about boys, so why can't they be around when we're talking about it? And mom just explaining, well, sometimes they want to separate you and make sure that it's not awkward. And there was also kids who just didn't take it for whatever reason. Their parents were like, nope, they're not doing it. Oh. So then that was really confusing to me, too. And then my mom talking about, like... Well, sometimes, like, parents want to talk about it when they don't want them to learn in school, and they want to be the ones who are responsible. 
I doubt that's the reason they're taken out, though. Yeah. (laughs) Mom always making it seem so smooth. So sex positive. (laughs) Right? Uh, So you learned that and you had to talk about what you learned. Because, yeah, I agree with you. Like, sex ed, you get, like, the very small amount of whatever you got. But, like, you don't really ask questions. Like, it's not a conversation with the kids. Yeah. It's like this, for me anyways, this, like, very short presentation, really. And then that was it. And, like, I I bet all of us. I, I... I'd throw some money in on the bet that all of us did not understand. Wow. Yeah, well... And And didn't say anything about it. Yeah, and I mean, like, in that class, you don't... You don't really learn anything. I mean, I don't know. Things may be changing now, and I'm sure they are. I hope they are. Um, But, yeah, at the time, I was just, like, so confused. I was like, what's a tampon? What is that? Yeah, yeah. Did your mom then have the period talk with you, all that? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. period talk... Um, I also remember getting my period and my mom being like, congratulations, you did it. And it was on my birthday. So it was just even bigger. It was, it was great. Did you feel like great about it? Yeah. I didn't feel weird about it oh, because it, so cause I didn't oh feel it's like there was no shame in it either. Cause she was like, yes, that happened. That and then because so it happened on like a day where I'm like growing older, like it was my birthday, it was a, it was like a big change, and she's like, "Here it is." Truly, like a passage, like yeah. coming of age passage yeah. in your life. Absolutely. Oh my god, what a great mom! I'm just wow, thinking, my mom's great. Shout out she's to Mrs. Great. Dunn. Yeah, she's so great. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so then, when you're like in grade nine, so now you come to her. Yeah, I so went what to she her, say? and she. I, 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 if I remember correctly, she was a bit hesitant about it and just being like, okay, well, like, who are you having sex with? And and, and then what kind of sex are you going to be having? And like, are you really going to be having sex? Or are you having, are you going to be, is it touching? Is it oral? Is it what? And like the conversations wow. were very open. Wow. And I think it was because she, she want herself wanted to know what was going on with her daughter. I'm an, I'm the, I'm the only girl between oh. two boys. Okay. And oh boy, do I want to know what my mom's conversations with, with them, them were. Uh, but she she really wanted to know everything and made sure that I knew everything. And so then we went to the doctor together. Mm-hmm. And then I started, I was on the pill. Mm-hmm. And like learning to take the pill. She like did the process with me. Wow. And yeah. Did you know the answers to the questions she had? What type not of really. sex you're going to have? No, absolutely not. No. Absolutely not. Did she then just tell you different types of sex? Not really, no. You know what? She didn't tell me, like, different types of sex, but to the point where it was like, well, like, do you know what oral sex is? Yes. Do you know what anal sex is? Yes. Okay. Wow. Well, like, what do you think you want? And I was like, I, I don't know. I've I, don't ne- know. I haven't even had, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Had you done anything at that no. point? Oh, wow. I'm sure there was, like, under the bra touching. Yeah. At that point. <laughs> Yeah, there definitely was. But besides that, it was like, I was very new to it, but I was like, I knew my friends were having sex. Yeah. And I was like, I think I want to have sex. Yeah. I love my boyfriend or I love my boyfriend. Yeah. Right? The love that you feel at that time. And yeah, yeah it was just, it was, it now looking back and I'm like, this is nice. This is a nice thing. And I think it's why I'm so comfortable now with my partners yeah. talking about sex. Yeah. Oh, yeah. big time. Yeah. I remember, uh... <laughs> The first time, just t- thinking about that time in my life, in grade nine, I had a crazy time in grade nine, but um, specifically a funny <laughs> moment jumps out at me. Um, I was seeing Titanic oh, with wow. my boyfriend in the theater. Ooh. 
Um, and that was the first time I ever had somebody manually stimulate me, <gasps> my vulva. Wow! In a theater? In a theater? Watching Titanic. <laughs> oh, it's it's nice, though. It, it was fine. Nice. It's nice! Oh, that's kind of nice. No, it is nice. Maybe just that snapshot. Because it's, rom- it's, a, it's a romantic <laughs> film. And, like, as a child, like, or, or teen, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, that snapshot is, is nice, but... <laughs> The rest of our, like, quote-unquote relationship was just the worst. Worst. But, and I remember just being, like, my mouth was open, just, like, jaw dropped. (laughs) (laughs) They kind of couldn't see my face. Yeah. In, like, the black movie theater. Yeah. But I was like... Wait, at which moment? Was it at the sexy moment in Titanic, or or just, I kind of doubt it. I kind of doubt it. When it was sinking, like, what was happening? <laughs> yeah, it turns not so romantic when you think of like it could be any moment yeah, in that movie. Yeah, let's let's say it was the sexy moment. Yeah, let's, let's go that. with that just to preserve my grade nine dignity. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so then you went on birth control. Yeah, I was on birth control, yeah. and like my first boyfriend, I will be honest, my first time was so awkward. Oh yeah, and I think it is for everyone, right? Or or I kind. Yeah. Mostly. It has to be. Mostly, I would It was say. so awkward. And at the time, uh, I think I was, like, very uncomfortable with my body yeah. because I didn't imagine myself as, like a, like, a sexy girl. Yeah. I was very thin, and I was playing sports, so I was, like, very, like, muscular as well, too, for a young girl. Had no boobs. Very little bum, right? Like, and you look at yourself, and you're like... I'm not sexy, but I want to have sex. Yeah. And <laughs> I remember keeping my shirt on my yeah. first time and just being I like, can... I don't want any, I don't want you to look at me Yeah. when we do this. So like, <laughs> like very Winnie the Pooh style, <laughs> like yeah. shirt on. Shirt, no pants. Yeah. 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 I kept my bra on. Yeah. I kept my bra on. Yeah. Yeah. For my first time. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think that age too is just riddled with... Yeah, I was in grade 10. Yeah. was my first time. Yeah, me grade 9. Yeah. Yeah. I was just not... That time in your life, yeah. you're just you're just trying to... I don't know, for me anyways, just trying to make it through. Yeah. You know? And figure it out. There are so many things in your head, like, about yeah. body image, about, like... It's just all about being cool, right? Yes. Through an adolescenthood into young adulthood. Yeah. It's just all about... Being cool and for me, like wanting love, like wanting attention, yeah. wanting wanting love, really at the yeah. base of it, yeah. And just being so petrified that people won't like you, yeah. And that people will go away, yeah. And I think my biggest thing too is I was playing sports and I was like always the younger person on these teams, mm-hmm. and so my friends at the time were much older than me, like grade twelve, and I looked up to them and they wow. were all having they were sex, all having and sex. I'm like, this is. This is the thing. This is it. Yeah. That's what I want. Yeah. And then they were, of course, like in grade 12, they're like well-developed. And like I was playing volleyball, which, and your outfits in volleyball are pretty sexy. They're pretty racy. They're pretty sexy. And I remember being in like vault, like warming up and then you warm up in your warm-up t-shirt, but then you take off your t-shirt and you have your sports bra on and then you put on your jersey, yeah. but you do it on the court. Sure. And I was always just like... This is a sexy thing to do. I'm a woman because I can do this. Yeah, yeah. But being so young, like grade 10 to grade 12, I think there's a huge gap there, right? Yeah, yeah. And maturity. So, 
Like, not yeah. that you're an adult in grade 12 either. Absolutely but, not. But still, when you're that young, yeah, the three-year gap is, like, yeah. huge. Yeah. Yeah. And did you – so you looked up to them, like, as a role model? Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that I think that was the bigger push for me to be like, I want to have sex because I, I think I'm at that level now. I think yeah. I'm ready for that. Yeah. And in, and on all honesty, I think I was. I don't think that I was ever pressured into having sex. Like yeah. I knew that I wanted it. Yeah. Even if you wanted it to be like the girl. To be like those to, girls. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So did you tell those girls when yes. it happened? Yeah. Yeah. Bit, like locker room talk. Locker room talk. Yeah, yeah. it was. And I, I would tell them, I told them about like my first time. And then, and then after my first time, it was like consistent. Like after you have sex for me, after I had sex for the first time, I was like, I'm going to have sex all the time now. Yeah. This is my thing. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. you were with that one boyfriend? Yeah. I was with yep. him for a while. And yeah. just having lots of sex? Just having lots of sex yeah. and being like, and like awkward, like whatever, teen sex. Sure. When you're, how old are you in grade 10? 15? Yeah. Yeah. A little older, maybe. 15, 16? Yeah. yeah. Something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you're having sex. What kind of sex are you Purely having? Purely missionary. Just like, all I'm missionary. sure I did not experiment the at that time. The most basic. Yes. Yeah. So were you talking to your mom about this? Yeah. Absolutely. So what was she saying? And I think, she, if I remember correctly, she was just like, that's good. Just be, are you using protection? Like, I know you're on birth control, but I think you should also, like, use a condom. Like, yeah. use protection. And so, like, to this day, condoms. They're the best. Yeah. Right? And like yeah. and I think that's always been in my mind of being like, just making sure that I'm fully protected. Yeah. And that was always her conversation when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Being protective and doing it in a safe space and like where are you doing it and like who are you doing it with? That type of thing. Yeah. 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 So to the so to this day your condom gal. Uh not now. Uh-huh. No, I'm in a very like committed relationship. Like feel like I'm very much happy in what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So, are you on birth no control? Pill? I am still, still on the pill through that whole time. You have been. I have been, and you know what? Now I'm starting to be like, okay, eventually, I think I want to have babies. Mm-hmm. Do I want to come off the pill? And it's like now, it, it's so it's crazy. Uh, talking about it with my mom, and now me and mom are having the conversation of I want to come off the birth control pill. I want to be able to have kids. I'm worried that because I've been on it for so long, what does that mean for me? I need to go talk to the doctor. And I'm having those conversations with now my mom. Now this is the conversation. Now this is the conversation. That's Isn't that amazing. crazy? That's oh, amazing. It just comes full turn. Bookends. Yeah, yeah. it's nice. Uh, and you've been fine on birth control the whole time? Like some girls experience side yeah. effects. and I'm on like a very, very light hormone. Mm-hmm. So it really affects me. Mm-hmm. It really affects my period where mm-hmm. I'm just like in so much pain mm-hmm. the first day. It's the worst. Mm-hmm. And so I've slowly come started on like a very high dosage when I was younger like of the hormone and then slowly it's reduce, lower reduce, lower reduce. lower lower yeah I think I'm on the lowest that you can possibly be on right now yeah which is also probably good if I'm going to be coming off of it having that slow decline yeah. I don't know I'm not a doctor but that makes sense to me so what did your mom say about coming off of it um it was the conversation of okay if you come off it and you're not using condoms obviously are you ready <laughs> To have a baby, which I'm not, not yeah. at this point in my life, I don't think. And so that's why it's like constant conversation between me and my partner now just saying, okay, if this happened, what's our plan? Mm-hmm. If I come off birth control, what's our plan? Do we go back to condoms? Mm-hmm. Like, what do we want to do? Yeah. So that's interesting because, um, similar, but in some ways not. I was on birth control for a very long time, birth mm-hmm. control pill mm-hmm. for probably 15 years mm-hmm. and I came off of it 
maybe two years ago mm-hmm. now, mm-hmm. but not because I wanted to have a baby because mm-hmm. we do not want children. Mm-hmm. I was concerned about what the hormones were doing to mm-hmm. my cycle and mm-hmm. to me and stuff like that. And I'd read some literature on it that mm-hmm. some recent literature is coming out that birth control pill isn't really seen in a favorable light anymore. Mm-hmm. And, you know, 10, 15 years ago, they would just put girls on it mm-hmm. and not offer alternatives mm-hmm. to birth control. Mm-hmm. You know, which there are lots. So I think I just wanted to come off of it just to try and get my body kind of back to normal. Yeah. Back to, even though it's normal is this weird birth control pill thing. Mm -hmm. Like since I was a young adult, basically. So it's, I'm like, what, where, what is my body like? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Off of it. Where am I at my natural state? I didn't even know. Yeah. So that was important to me to find out. So I came off of it like two years ago and it takes like, for me at least, it took a few months, like six months to actually your body to figure it out. And I ate a bunch of different foods and stuff like this that promote re-energizing your hormone cycle, stuff like this. Like I was eating a lot of avocados. (laughs) That was uh, foods that are specifically for hormone balance Mm -hmm. because what the birth control pill does is just, it's all out of balance. Just wipe it all out. Right. Right. Yeah. So you're trying to like rebalance your hormones. So it's like stuff can happen. Like skin stuff can happen. Like pimples and stuff like that. Hair loss can happen. Like, Mm drastic changes in your body like your breast size mm-hmm, mm-hmm. sensitivity sex drive is huge That's, yes right all this type of stuff mm-hmm. so for me yeah it took like six to eight months of figuring it out mm-hmm. my body figuring it out yeah. and then and then weirdly enough like maybe six months ago now from the present it kind of figured out a new cycle now mm-hmm. i'm like kind of different for me because I'm used to this like birth control period basically Mm -hmm. and now it's very regular but it's every 22nd or 23rd day Mm -hmm. I have a period for a day and a half oh wow and that's it that's my cycle for the past six months yeah or even longer now yeah and I've been to a gynecologist Uh I was there for other reasons but I asked him I'm like I only have a day and a half period Mm mm-hmm like, <laughs> what does this mean? Like, yeah. why? 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 <laughs> and at that point, I had had it for three months consistently exactly like that. Oh, okay. So I'm like, I feel like it's this is great. It. This is it. Is it great? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, it's fine. Like, why Good. would you not think it's fine? And I'm like, I don't well, know. Shouldn't it be? Yeah. Shouldn't it be longer? longer? And I don't know. Yeah. So that's my thing now. And he's totally like giving me the thumbs up. And I'm like, I love this. Yeah. And I would never like on the birth control pill, you bleed for the five days. Yeah. Sugar pill for the extra two. Yeah. But you're done pretty much. Yeah. And then you start back for me, start back like on the Monday. Yep. You know, and that was it. Well, that's me. That's like, and I, and I like how consistent it is. And I know like, okay, which days are the worst days for me yeah. when I'm on my period? Like I like knowing Because you can look that. at the pills and count. 
yeah, I, I, I'm with you. I'm, I'm worried about the hormones that I'm putting in my body. And, and, and I think that comes from, like, at a young age, that wasn't what I was thinking about. No, not at all. But now, uh, and I also think about, like, this is, it's still a re- relatively new thing. Yeah. Like, the birth control pill and, like, just down the road, like, a couple years down the road, like, t- 20, 30, maybe whatever years down the road, what are we going to find out about yeah. what this pill is I have a feeling to women? Women aren't really going to be using it anymore. No, I don't 20, think so 30 either. years in the future. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So what we're doing, so we're, <laughs> oh boy. So, so as I said, we don't want to have a baby though. Yeah. <laughs> we also aren't crazy about using condoms. So it's like, <laughs> for the past like year and a half, we're just like not having... No, that's not true. We have... (laughs) (laughs) We, like... Now our new normal is that we're, like... We have a bit of penetrative... Penetrative? Penetrative sex. Yeah. And then we get off, like, with other stimulation. Wow. So we don't don't get off with intercourse anymore. And we haven't wow. for a long time since I went off. Really? Yeah. So we don't use condoms. Sorry. I say wow because I can only get off through intercourse. Yeah. Okay. I don't get off that way. So. Wow. Tell me about your life. I need to know. <laughs> see, see, I'm, I'm the inverse where I'm like, oh, that'd be so nice to get off with intercourse. Yeah. But, you know, I get off with a vibrator, okay. basically. Yeah. So it's like stimulation with the partner kind of aids the right. masturbation. Right. It assists. Right. masturbation. Right. So that's my deal. I use a vibrator and the partner is doing other things to uh-huh. me, talking to me, uh-huh. all types of stuff like yeah. that. That's our, yeah, that's totally our normal. So like usually, so we'll have some intercourse mm-hmm. and then he'll do me and then I'll do him. And that's like usually the format. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> the, the bedroom format. Yeah. For us. Wow. And that works for us. And I know, and I'm not going to like tell people to have sex with their partners. <laughs> yeah. Don't do it. Don't, don't do it. it. Don't, don't do, do it. it. Yeah. Because I know plenty of girls actually have a friend who got pregnant three times just <gasps> with pre-cum, like having sex. Yeah. yeah. You know, so I can do it. Yeah. So far, knock on wood. <laughs> like, really, we shouldn't. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, like, I, I don't know. I figure I know maybe I'm just very lucky or my this is my body and I'm not that fertile. Right. I'm not a doctor. Right. <laughs> don't don't believe anything I'm saying. Yeah. This is my personal experience, but that's our that's our sex. That's your normal though. That's your normal. <laughs> that's our normal. And yeah. I don't see it changing. We really enjoy it. And that's, like that's all that matters, there's right? Nothing not to enjoy about it. And yeah. I, and it was kind of a hard transition though. I bet. Yeah. Um from sex where he uses me to get himself off. Right. Like my vulva and right. vagina to get off. Right. So the change from that to that can't, we can't do that can't anymore, do that. unless you wear a condom, which we're not crazy about. Yeah. So sometimes we do do it with a condom, though. Yeah. But, like, very rarely. Like, on one hand, I can count in the past year and a half. Yeah. Because he's just not a fan. No. Although, we got some new condoms kind of recently. hmm I don't know why he's never thought of this. <laughs> like, why Matt has never thought of this. If you find condoms uncomfortable to, like... Try another condom. You've never thought of this. <laughs> There's it's only ever one kind. This is how it feels. Yeah. This is how it is. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. So we got Magnums for the first time ever. He's oh, never tried a Magnum. I think that's, I think, see, we haven't used condoms in a while. Me yeah. and Andrew haven't used condoms in a while. Yeah. So I'm thinking, I think that's what we used yeah. when we did. Yeah. 
so now he's like, this is the most comfortable condom I've ever worn. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> probably. <laughs> Come on, hon. Come on. Figure it out. <laughs> Yeah. So it's not like we, we don't use them. We still do our normal thing. Yeah. But, like, the odd time we want to do that, now he's like, wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this isn't uncomfortable. Yeah. For me. So, you know, shop around. Yeah. <laughs> Experiment. Experiment. You have options. You have options. Yeah. yeah. Like, don't just settle, right? Yeah. For the thing that's uncomfortable. <laughs> this is just me. <laughs> we should take a break, Beth. Yeah. Are you up for it? Let's take a up break. Up for a five-minute break? Let's take a break. And we'll pee and we'll get a... I'll buy you a bottle of water at the convenience <laughs> the store, convenience in, the, store? Yeah. in the basement of my condo. Yeah. And we'll come right back with Beth done. Great! <laughs> Hi, everyone. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. I just wanted to let you know about the next Bed Post stage show, which is happening Friday, October 21st at 8 p.m. at the Social Capital Theatre. 154 Danforth Avenue, second floor above the Black Swan. For this fantastic show, we have Vivi, Richard Como, Caroline Doss, Allison Doyle, Michael Monjardi, Andrea Warehan, The Three Tits, and yours truly, Aaron Pym. Again, that is Friday, October the 21st at 8 p.m. at the Social Capital Theatre. For more information about Bedpost, go to our Facebook page at Bedpost Erotica or our Instagram at the Bedpost Sex Show. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy the rest of the episode. Hello, and we're back with Beth Dunn. Hello. Hello. Welcome. (laughs) We uh, just very briefly before the break mentioned that you get off via intercourse. Via intercourse. That's fantastic. Yes. Do you like it? I love it. Yeah. I, that's the only answer I will accept. Yeah. <laughs> no, I hate getting off. It's the worst. I avoid it at all costs. <laughs> Makes me cry. I can't Makes handle me do it. a vulnerable place. It's too much. <laughs> don't want to. Um, did you, so when you were very first mm-hmm. having sex mm-hmm. with your boyfriend in high school, mm-hmm. did that happen pretty much right away? No. No. Okay. It took me a very long time to figure it out. Were you, sorry, just to even go back a little yeah. further, were you masturbating up to that point? I wasn't. Did your mom, yeah, your mom no. didn't talk about that. She did, but then I, I just never did. Never did. Okay. And the only time I would would be when I was in the bathtub. In the bathtub? In the bathtub. That's so funny. Yeah. Because it just felt so lovely yeah, in the bathtub. Yeah, because I was comfortable. <laughs> it was warm. I warm. was comfortable. It's like a hug. Yeah, it's like a nice warm <laughs> hug. <laughs> Um, but so even, what would you do then in the bathtub? I would touch myself. I yeah. had a hairbrush. I would use a hairbrush. That's funny. Um, and I honestly, I used the hairbrush because I had girlfriends who had this hairbrush and it was like squishy on the end. Yeah. And that's what I would use. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. But at the time I wasn't, I could never figure out, I was like, oh, this is all it is. It's just me <laughs> putting a hairbrush at me. Uh-huh. It's not like I couldn't, I never, uh. I never, I never got there, right? Okay. Um, And so I was like, if this is all it is, I don't need it. Right. I don't need it. And so the first time that I did come was in university. And so that had been a while, right? And I was like, oh, this is all sex is. I still like it. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. But I remember that first time, I, whenever I do come, I get myself there. Yes. Yeah. Like I, it's what I'm imagining. It's the noises that are happening and it's always intercourse. 
and it's my mind. Like, I'm getting myself there. I yeah. need him there for me. Yeah. Assisting. But it's me. But it's you making it happen. Yeah. Yeah. Very important to Yeah. And I always have to be in the right mood for it. So, yeah. So are you stimulating yourself as well? No. You're not. Wow. No. I'm just, it's all in my mind. It's, it's all the mental it's stuff. It's all my mental, it's like. The fantasy. Exactly. You're feeling the fantasy. Exactly. <laughs> And it, maybe he's talking to me about something too. Like I need it. It's like I you need, need the narrative, the I story, need everything. <laughs> I need to be fucked. I need to be thinking about it, and I yeah. need to hear him. Yeah, yeah. So the the trifecta. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite oh, lovely. Gosh. That's quite lovely because yeah. I'm and I get that because I'm big on like the the fantasy. Yeah. The picture in your head or yeah. the even if like somebody's not saying something to me, I'm thinking that they are. Right. Like like a, a phrase, I'm imagining even like a phrase that he's saying. Yeah. Like something like that. Yeah. In my head. Yeah. But like I'm very similar to you like I've got to get myself there. It's not just the mechanics of what's happening. Yeah. Like even I use vibrator, so like I'm not putting on that vibrator and mm-hmm. then it does it for me. Mm-hmm. I've got to, yeah, like you're saying, I've got to get myself there. Yeah. I'm very similar that way. Yeah. So the first time that happened, was what? it like a surprise? I, or I was. was like, were you trying to get yourself there for a while? No, because here was the thing: is that I, I didn't know what it was. I didn't know what it was for me to come. I didn't know what it was to have an orgasm. Yeah. I didn't know what that felt like. So in my mind, I was like, oh, this is. This is what an orgasm is. It's just sex. sex. It's just feeling. Yeah. It's feeling, just, it's feeling it feel, good. It feels good. That's what it is. And so when it did happen, I was like, whoa, 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 what is it? <laughs> and like, <laughs> just being like, what? What? <gasps> and just being like, what? This is what happens? And it's, wow. It's, it, it, I remember it being a big deal. And I remember it being in my residence library. What? <laughs> it's all coming back to me now. We're sitting in a library. We're sitting ladies. in a library. <laughs> I'm getting flashes of memories and feelings. Yeah, I was in and you're in a library. Uh, what? And okay. it was okay. How and okay, how? Because me and my boyfriend, we lived in the same residence, but we both had roommates mm. in the room with us. Right, so you didn't have separate bedrooms. You had two people in the same room. Okay. So in order so. to have alone time. We would have sex in our residence library. Oh my god, that's great. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, I just, back to the orgasm. I just remember it being like, wow, this is what it is. Okay, this is what it feels like. This is what it feels like for me to orgasm. Yeah. Great. Yeah, Because you feel it it. all, well, I feel it all over. Yeah, yeah. It's everywhere. Yes. So did it, like, surprise you? Yeah, I was a little shocked and I was like, we need to stop. Don't touch me. Yeah. (laughs) What just happened? What just happened? Don't touch me. Yeah. Yeah. And then just like consistently feeling it afterwards. And he's just sitting there being like, what? What's happening? What's different? Nothing's different. Don't talk. I'm just still, it's still happening. I'm buzzing. (laughs) Body buzz. Full body buzz happening. Were you doing all the things you were just talking about? Like your thing? Yeah. It was the story in your mind. We were being very noisy. And I think that was it too. And And yeah. So hearing myself, hearing him. And then just really being fucked. I think I was, I think I was taking it like he was behind me. Yep. And then just being like, stop, 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 stop. (laughs) Stop everything. What's happening? And then just like bracing myself on the table and just being like, oh, yeah. Okay. 
Let's Nailed do it. this again. <laughs> Let's figure out. Yeah. So then what? So then it was like, okay, what was it that happened? What What were we doing? Okay, you were behind me. Let's go back and do that again. Yeah. Yes. You tried to emulate and exactly. So, emulate it again. And I think it was just like, and then after that point, it was just happened. Like I think it was the same orgasm, but it just lasted forever. <laughs> and I was like, don't stop, don't stop. <laughs> this is it. And then like, and now I'm just like to this day, like I know what I need. Yeah. I need to hear me. I need to hear you. Need to be thinking yeah. of whatever. We need to be in a library. <laughs> we need to be in a library. I'll imagine the library. Really <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. We haven't talked about what you're thinking of in your head, but it's library. Yeah. <laughs> Always library. Yeah. It's honestly, like for me, I think it's it's just in that moment and it being noisy. Just focusing on the sounds yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. And do you, you feel like you've got to focus like, oh, yeah. You've got to get to a... Yeah. My eyes... And also, my eyes are always closed. I don't think yeah. I'm ever watching. I agree. My eyes I'm are the same always way. closed. I'm the same way. I'm the same way. Yeah. Because you can concentrate easier, right? Yeah. When you don't have the visual, like, stimuli. Yeah. So if your eyes are closed, yeah, you can concentrate on what you're hearing yeah. and, yeah, what's going and on in your head. feeling and... Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Just take away one of the senses. Yeah. <laughs> don't look like... at me. Don't look at me. <laughs> I love it. Oh my God. So do you now, do you masturbate? I'm curious. I don't. You don't? No. And how often, you said you're with a long-term partner right now. Yeah. So how often do you have sex? Like a week, say? Yeah, like fairly often, I would say. Like in a week? Mm, Like, yeah, like once or twice a week. Once or twice a week. And that's good for you. That's good for me. You don't need to... But here's the thing. When I come, it's like... I'm good for a couple days. Like, yeah, it's yeah. like euphoria, right? You're like, I'm feeling good. Yeah. So, yeah, and that's like good. once or twice, and that's good for and me. And that's good enough for you. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? For a long time, I did the same thing. Whenever I was in a relationship, I wouldn't masturbate. Yeah. And then when I wasn't in a relationship, I would. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was enough. And I think it was the feeling for me. I come really easily now because I know all my things I need, yeah. like you're saying. Yeah. yeah. I need the vibrator. I need somebody talking to me. Mm -hmm. I need, like, this vivid, like, narrative, basically, Mm -hmm. in my head. Mm -hmm. And I can do it pretty fast, you know, now. And I also need other stimulation, like, to my body as well, like, assisting from the partner. So I know all the things I need now. But at, like, years ago with other partners, I was still trying to figure it out, and it wouldn't happen so easily. Mm -hmm. So for me, I think maybe it was a conscious decision not to masturbate because I wanted to, because it would be easier for me to come with the partner if mm-hmm. I didn't masturbate. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because if you, it's, for me anyways, it was, it's easier to come if you haven't in a little while. Yeah. Like if I just came earlier in that day, mm-hmm. even, even now, I don't know if it's that easy earlier in the day if I've come and then like four hours later, say, try again. I don't yeah. know if it's super easy for me. Mm-hmm. But even, like, back in the day, I'd be, I don't know if, it wasn't, like, a big focus worry of mine, but I think just, like, subconsciously, it's, like, if you get off the day before, then you're not going to be able to, you know, like, you've got to build up a bit of the tension, yeah. the sexual tension, yeah. so that you can do it with your partner. Like, yeah. And, it, and to me, it was more important to, like, have the orgasm with the partner. Absolutely. Rather than by myself, yeah. right? Yeah. So I think earlier, like, in young adulthood, I oriented that way where I didn't masturbate mm-hmm. because yeah no I'm the same way yeah I'm the same way now yeah and I say like so me and my partner now it's like once or twice a week and at the thing with 
us is, is that I'm small. I'm a little, I'm little, You're especially a wee, down wee there. woman. I'm very little down there as well, too. Mm-hmm. And he's quite a bigger guy. Mm-hmm. Everywhere. He wears a magnum. Yep. <laughs> so he's quite a bigger guy. And for me, normally once or twice a week, I'm like, that's, I think anymore and I'm going to be sore. I gotcha. That's my, that's our thing. Very good point. So. Do you use lube? Yes. You I do. have to. Yeah. Okay. I have to. Yeah. You know what? I never used to. And I don't think it's that my body's changed mm-hmm. now that I don't have as much lubrication or something like that. But we do now, mm-hmm. every time we have intercourse, mm-hmm. because I think it was like a huge realization for mm-hmm. me that when you just use just a little bit, mm-hmm. that it's so much better. So much better. It's so much and better. And I'll be honest, I've I've used it with my partner now and I've used it with someone else before, but I remember the first time using it and then almost being like ashamed to have to use Ooh, it. Loop shame. Yeah, loop shame. <gasps> yeah. No, that's the thing. And, and being like, oh, I, I don't know if I want to use this, I, or I don't need this. We don't need this. Yeah, we don't need it. Yeah, there is a bit of stigma there with lube. Yeah. That it's like, if you're using it, it's because you're not, the partner's not turning you on well enough. Right? Yes, exactly. Or that your body, there's something wrong with your body that you yeah. can't produce enough lubrication. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know, yeah. when all that's not true, no. just use it because it's great. Like, why, now why like, not? Why wouldn't I? Why wouldn't you? And actually, and at one point, why I didn't, coupled with that, was because I think I use, like, way too much. Oh, and that's... And it's just, like... That's the worst. Yeah, Yeah. which is... (laughs) It's all about proportions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, just use a little bit, and then we use Sliquid. Yeah. What do you use? Same. Really? Yeah. So that that brand, I find, is so great, because it works with your natural lubrication yep. so well. Like yep. literally a tiny little Just bit. Just a little bit. And then you mixed with that tiny little yep. bit is like perfect. Yeah. I love that brand. Yeah. I love that brand. And we actually just discovered that like, cause it's a little more expensive. It's like 35 yeah. bucks for like. It, they're come in little, little ones, right? They're yeah. I don't know tiny. the ounce yeah. of the bottle, but. But it goes a long way. It's all you need. It goes a long way because you're only using a little bit because it works so well with your natural. This is so like a promotion (laughs) for Sliquid, but I really do do, like, they're not my sponsor, I swear. (laughs) But if you want to be, give me a call. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I think, yeah, and I think before I was using like cheap, shitty lubes and way too much. And then like you don't feel it and it just feels like it's just sloppy. No. Yeah. So I think I... You should always just use a little bit. Just a little bit. Get the right stuff and then just use a little bit. Yeah. you Get some good stuff. Like, go to your... Treat yourself. Yeah. Don't go to shoppers. Okay. We use KY for a long time. Oh. KY jelly is like a... Like, I'm sure it's, it's good for... You know what? I think it's good for, like, if you need some lube to put in a tampon... If you need some lube to put in a diva cup, mm-hmm. these types of things. Yes, yeah. it's medical grade. Yeah, and it's recommended by doctors. Yeah, which is good, but also it's not. I don't think it's engineered. Like they've come up with some new KY products now. Right. right. But like that that basic KY jelly, I don't, it's not engineered for like prolonged usage. Right. So like it's not going to feel great a half hour later. Mm-mm. You know, mm-hmm. it's going to get mm-hmm. sticky. Yeah. It gets sticky yeah. and you got to keep adding it. Yeah. Adding more. And who wants that? Yeah. And we just, 
again, we just like settled. Yeah. Because that's, that's the one thing. I got from shoppers and it was that's so easy. That's what I feel like I should use. Of yeah. course. Yeah. And it's I'm not going to think about it. Yeah. And it was like allergy recommended. Like mm-hmm. and sometimes, you know, I have skin things or mm-hmm. weird allergy type things. And it's like for sensitive skin, for this, for that. Right. But I, it's not, I don't know. I feel like it's not engineered for like pleasure. Like mm-hmm. I think it's more for the stuff I was talking about, like practical usage, right. you right. know? And then we bought Sliquid, and I was like, oh, God, like, what have I been doing? Mm-hmm. And you can just get that from any sex shop. Yeah. Sliquid. Yeah. It's a little more expensive, but less. Get it. Girl, it lasts. Yeah. It's good. We're pretty much at time, Beth. Wow. That was a fun convo. It was great. <laughs> that was so much fun. Is no, that... I did. I had a lot of fun. And here's the thing. I had a yeah. lot of fun at your show. Thank and you. And then when you were like, come do the podcast, I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. Because I knew that it was going to be fun. Because oh, I really yeah. like you. Oh, you're, you're sweet. You're really fun. We should hang out. Because this, this is legit the first like conversation yeah. we've ever it, had together. So. Yeah. So let's hang out. Let's I do love it. that. Yeah. Do you have anything going on that you want to tell people about? Any shows? Any? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I do a lot of stuff at Bad Dog. Mm-hmm. Um, BCIF is happening right now. Big Which... City Improv Festival. And so we, I have a show with the Bad Dog or old Bad Dog feature players coming on Friday this week, which is October 19th, I believe, at mm-hmm. Comedy Bar mm-hmm. at 9.30. I'm also in a troupe called Flint Improv, and we are also doing a show that night, too, at 9.30. So, Two shows, one night. Yeah, it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be great. That's <laughs> it's going to be so great. That's amazing. Yeah. And I would love to have you back at the Bedpost oh my gosh. show. Yes. If you, yeah. if you'll have me. Yeah. That would be great. Yes, Thank absolutely. you so much, Beth, for Thank coming you. talking with me today. Thanks, Aaron. Yeah. And this has been Beth Dunn, everybody. And I'm Aaron Pym. And this has been the Bedpost Podcast. Uh, check back often because we release a new episode every Friday. And if you want to see Bedpost live, the Variety Stage Show runs at the Social Capital Theater the third Friday of every month at 8 p.m. For more information on everything Bedpost, please visit us at Facebook at Bedpost Erotica or on Instagram at the Bedpost Sex Show. Lastly, the Bedpost podcast features original music by Steph Copeland, who can be reached on Facebook or at her website, stephcopelandmusic.com.